This is the Endless Ranters Podcast. Podcast. The government totally sucks, you motherfucker. The government totally sucks. Ben Franklin was a rebel indeed. He liked to get naked while he smoked on the weed. He was a genius, but if he was here. Good today, evening, Endless Ranters. Welcome back for episode 184 of your Endless Ranters podcast. We appreciate your support and we do what we want or we do what we want and we appreciate your support one way or another. My name is Chris, a.k.a. the original Solar Flare. Uh, that's <laughs> ridiculous. I know uh, I, I've never done anything to even try to make that claim. Yeah. Did you ever wrestle but, in the 80s you, with no, Ric Flair? No, it's like this is completely this is, I'm stealing valor here from people that would should be called the original solar flare. I apologize. Yeah. And I'm one of your hosts for this evening. I'm joined by other hosts. It's the, I don't know, soggy mom, but uh, slowly. The opposite of a solar flare. <laughs> so slowly uh, approaching crunchy mom status. Ooh, roll mostly, in. mostly be, not because she loves the environment, mostly because she's afraid to leave the house. It's Quana. How you yeah. doing? <laughs> Not afraid to leave the house. There's just so much going on. There's just no there. need. Well, There's no. no need too. That too. Me too. I thought you were going to say, I just don't want to, but then you were like, I'm not afraid to leave the house. There's just so many scary things going on out there. It's like, what? I also don't want to. No. I okay. love that. Like, I can just be like, hey, I need to bring this home or I'll just order it. Just, I mean, there's a lot. Every time I go out, I'm just like, like, smells weird. The modern world was made for recluses. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Well, I like it. It's very recluse friendly. I love it. I love being in my house. They used to make movies that would like mock agoraphobic women. Not that you are. Yeah, no, no. But like they used to make fun of that stuff. And it's like, now it's like, now they cater to that. Now it's like, yeah, we'll deliver your stuff within an hour for free yeah fuck yes whatever you want yep whatever and then there's a man with a plan it's producer manny what's going down old man chilling son flying by the seat of my pants mm. yeah. what, kind of pants, what kind of pants you wearing these days I burlap oh, i have to ask mushroom mushroom laced burlap yeah okay so you're flying like <laughs> you're flying like half an inch off the ground <laughs> i was curious you're going to say Jordache jeans or, or something? No. I like to keep it real old school and be like, let me make mine out of potato sacks. All right. Nice. Yeah. Do you guys, this is uh, not on our topics, but do you guys have like an Army-Navy surplus store? You ever been in an Army-Navy surplus yeah. store? Yeah, we 9%. used to. Recently or like a long time ago? What's a long time ago? Let's clear, get that. Ten, yes. more, than, more than a decade. Okay, then yes. Okay, sure. yeah, no. No, it's been at least... 15 years for me yeah for me it's been even longer but they used to be popular and it was like before old navy mm-hmm. where they started manufacturing like worn cargo pants like you could go to army navy like i'm I'm not like in the 80s yeah uh you could go to an army navy surplus store which there were many uh it was kind of it was pretty it was as common as a vape shop today okay know? 
I think that's what it was. And buy like the you'd buy like real used cargo pants from like that were worn by a soldier that were just I guess turned back in when they, when they were done. Know, left the service or that must be like a guy thing because like no I mean I remember the stores but it was always like we would look at like what just like what was in there that like the canteens and the weird. Yeah, I mean, no, no, that was big. A big part of it was like looking at all these things. They'd have like grenades. Yeah. My my mom would never buy me one of those, but like she would buy me. She would like, I'm talking about the stuff that I would actually get. She'd buy me used pants. If I could go back in time, I'd go to the Chris's first grenade chapter in his life. (laughs) We went to the Mormon thrift store. We're just getting cheap pants. Yeah. We went to the Mormon thrift stores for clothes. (laughs) You get cheap pants that would last like, a world war for three dollars they were also very uh you know uh, useful like had a lot of pockets a lot of stuff to store yeah. places store you could things. sell those now for so much money i bought a um like a army shirt from vietnam and from the war and i, I think i probably paid 150 dollars for it i bet it's like toys and like children's toys and current clothing like i bet I bet like the cargo pants you bought in the Army Navy store in the eighties would still be, you know, be around today. And like, if you bought yeah. stuff in an Army Navy store today, it'd be like tactical gear that disintegrated because it was made out of like all kinds of weird, it wasn't just, right. it wasn't meant, it wasn't meant to last. Right. It was meant just like all of our other clothing it was meant to be replaced multiple times. Like, yeah. It wasn't meant to last a whole war. Like the Levi's. Anyway, just hearkening back to a different time. Yeah. Now you can go to Old Navy or I guess I I've been to Old Navy in a long time, but you can get, just buy a bunch of like, what looks yeah. to be old. You don't go to Old Navy on the 4th of July. They call July it distressed, your... man. Distressed. That's the term you're looking for. You don't make distressed. your kids wear the Old Navy 4th of July shirts with the flags on it? Mm-mm. No, man. That's, that's too right-wing. Uh, that's what's wrong with our country. Look, we need to be wearing be those that. flag shirts for the 4th of July. Mm, I feel like there's other ways to show your patriotism on the with, with, without giving, without like giving, <laughs> you know, old Navy corporation gap back gap incorporated. Uh, I'm just telling you right now, I, my money. kids grew up in the nineties and that is a 90s staple. The old Navy's, you know, the what? old Navy flag shirt. I've said it before, like my kids, my sister had boys, so she gives a lot of hand-me-downs. So we had like all kinds of hand-me-down, Old Navy, USA. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, Hella. I'm just, I'm not yeah. principled against it. I'm just saying I didn't have to buy it. Okay, good. My sister yeah. spent that $4.99 on that. Yeah. <laughs> that 4th of July t-shirt that, but then again, like, yeah. that's why I say the hand-me-down, like things that I bought at Old Navy in like the 90s. Or the hand-me-down stuff for kids that my sister gave me from like the 2000s, right? Early 2000s blasted. Yeah, but if you go to like oh, yeah. get a T-shirt at Old Navy today, it's not gonna it's not gonna last a year if you actually wear it. For sure, regular a million it's percent not last. It's not built yeah. to last. Yeah, they used to have the best jeans. My kids have always had long legs, but they're super skinny, and they had like this like elastic that was like built into the waistband so it wasn't like a like a stretchy waistband it was like a piece of elastic that was sewn into the actual denim and it had a button on either end and so you could like cinch it up like for the little skinny kids (laughs) 
Love that. They probably don't even make those anymore because the kids are fat. I, th- <sighs> I think like um, Old Navy probably was like set out to make the cheapest clothing possible. And then they were just like, we made this stuff too good. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We fucked up, y'all. Like, <laughs> we like got we your can, back. Yeah, we can go with a lot cheaper. For these, <laughs> yeah. for these, these people have seriously low standards. Yeah, and a lot of, and a lot of expendable income, it turns out. And they will stand on a line. Man, every time I've ever gone to Old Navy, like the line is ridiculous. I don't know what it is in me, but I uh, know, no, 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 no. I will not yeah. wait in line. I'm not gonna wait in line to give anybody my money. <laughs> damn, damn you, damn how dare you <laughs> open oh. a register. <laughs> <laughs> Get upset about this. You sounded stuff. like someone's aunt just now. <laughs> you said, "Oh, like restaurant." I don't care if you're like what you are, like what how good your pizza is or your fajita meat, whatever. Like you're gonna make me stand Not in the parking your fajita lot. Meat. You're gonna make me stand in the parking lot for the with everybody for like an hour. Like, so wait, does yeah. that mean that you don't fuck with uh, barbecue joints? Because I know some of them have like these ridiculous wait times out there in Texas. Uh, not if they made me wait. No, I'm no, I'm I'm never. I will go to like a chain barbecue place, but I'm never going to go like to your a, family is like excited to eat somewhere. Like, would you like wait if like everybody was excited to try a new place? Well, if they were, I mean, I, I, obviously, I failed at that point. Okay. <laughs> no, right. but like, I'm not going to go to. I'll go to like a chain or somewhat of like an established barbecue place that is open that like makes that serves so many people that they've got food all the time. But I'm not going to go to one of these places that is like you show up at lunch and maybe they run out, maybe they don't. No. Oh yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. That is. Crazy. It's the definition of crazy, as Einstein said. Somebody said that. Yeah, tell me. Anyway, I'm trying to find this topic list of uh. It's okay. I actually saw something that caught my eye that I wanted to start. The yeah, show. It, um, remember okay, it doesn't have to be it. all of them. It you can just see whatever whatever comes up conversation. Yeah, there's no rules. <laughs> oh, uh, the, right now. The, yeah, I want to know about this easy bake oven. This killer easy bake oven. Well. Uh, I just had and this, this and this dog apparently that's that saved everybody or that outlived no, everybody. No, no, literally no carbon monoxide yeah. for that fucker, which is uh, don't get me started. That means that dog was in on it. If you ask me, if you tell like I don't know, it's kind of suspicious. There's two parts of this story. There's the news story where some crazy lady that loves to sniff glue or something <laughs> noticed that the 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 plastic toy was giving off a weird plastic burning odor. More than usual. No, so, her husband was the one cooking with the daughter. I was, first of all, I was like, "What are you doing upstairs while your husband's cooking on Easy Bake Oven?" He doesn't know, know how to fucking use an Easy Bake Oven. No, we don't. The fuck? I know, I, and yeah, I messed, I messed he up lost his smelling thing. for three years since COVID. Yeah, that you don't let someone. Factor. We're trusting him. Oh, if I, if I, yeah, if I, I mean, <laughs> I'd read the story. My wife doesn't already trust me in the first place, but if I told her I didn't have a sense of smell, I mean, I would be on like fucking, I'd be on a leash. You know what I mean? Exactly. She'd be like talking to me every day about how can you, you can't smell danger. You know what I mean? I'd be like in trouble. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. The, how will you know? This crazy, this crazy woman was like, 
like smelled plastic burning and she leaned in i this is this is this is your story this is how i see this happening she just started leaning in and being like what is that do you smell that that smells smells gross like that smells like burning plastic doesn't that smell like toxic doesn't that smell like burning plastic it smells like model airplane glyphs that's not what happened. I feel lightheaded now. I feel lightheaded now. I've been victimized. So you just read the story, but I actually saw the mom on TikTok, and this is what oh. happened. She's upstairs. Husband with no sense of smell is downstairs making a double tier red velvet cake in the Easy Bake Oven. First time using it. <laughs> oh, okay. I, why okay. are they tra- attempting to make such no, a complex? I, that sounded pastry. weird. That sounded strange, but I have also attempted to make a double layer red velvet cake in an easy bake oven. I have. That's so, not, at first it sounded so gay. And I was like, hold on, yeah. I've done that. I've done that. So the husband's making the easy bake oven, but also has no sense of smell. Um, the daughter said that she smelled something. The mom came downstairs after they had been working on it. The first cake tray came out and it wasn't. It didn't cook, so she, they she put was it huffing back in glue upstairs. Like, <laughs> she said she was folding laundry. I mean, her she was, no, she was nipping that out. nail polish remover like Kitty Dukakis. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, anyways, they the daughter was the one after they like scrapped the whole project. They were like the cake; it didn't work. The first cake didn't set up, and so they were like f this. So they turned the whole thing. There's off no and setting it was up in an easy bake oven. There's no like. You can throw all your like uh, your classic baking terminology. Back in the day, they used to cook cake. Yeah, they used to be get they used, there was, there was metal. There was actual metal and heat. Right, right. No longer. Well, so what happened was the daughter <laughs> couldn't breathe. She kept saying, "I'm having trouble breathing," and the mom was like, "Let's just have dinner and wait it out." And she's like. Like, really couldn't breathe. So they took her to the hospital. And on the way to the hospital, the husband was like, you know what? I'm actually having trouble breathing. And then so the daughter and the husband get triaged almost immediately. And the mom was like, you know, while we're sitting here, I am also having trouble breathing. But the problem that I have with the story is that they came back with carbon monoxide poisoning. If that's the case, the dog would be dead. But the dog's fine. She did a mm-hmm. secondary TikTok because everybody called bullshit. Your dog would be dead. And she's oh, like, sorry, she... my dog is fine. Hmm. Well, so, but I is that that the dog in this scenario is the canary in the coal mine. It survived. That's so. what I'm saying. It's so that's where the bullshit came for me. You're just saying the canary. You know, that's just the way an easy bake oven smells. Well, number one, everybody should get a bird. I don't have a bird. I should get a bird. We should get a parakeet at least because you never know when the carbon oxide or like the, the radon gas is coming fear. up on it's you. It's my biggest fear. Like I haven't cooked yeah. in a pan that's not cast iron. Like I'm terrified that I'm going to kill her. I quit painting my nails. Like I'm terrified that my, I, I, I don't smoke unless she's in bed because mm-hmm. I'm scared I'm going to kill her with my smells. No well, cologne. Uh, it's valid. Don't come in my house smelling like cologne. No, no, can't. No Dracar Noir. No, no Dracar Noir. Can't be wow. dousing myself in the in the nope. noir. Do not right. kill my bird. Whatever. No, I'm not welcome. 
so second part of the story is um, that I was traumatized when I realized that the easy bake oven that some relatives, I'm not sure grandparents, someone, someone bought my girls an easy bake oven this past Christmas. And I remember Christmas day uh, doing this double velvet cake that I was trying to make in this easy bake oven and being confused. And they were like, what is this? Like, this is not an oven. They were like, this is not an oven. And I was like, yeah, you're right. This is, this is not an oven. It's not, there's no door. Like there's no light inside. Like there's no door that you pull down to put a tray in. Like that's like, that's an oven. You put a tray in an oven. But then I am the mother and baker and bad bitch that I am today because of an easy bake oven. Like you can't believe the shit. They used to look like ovens. They used to look like proper ovens. There was a time when it looked. Cake. There was a time when a, an easy bake oven looked like a metallic oven. They were even like that green color that like seventies kitchens were done in like the puke green, whatever you want to call it. Like Mr. Yeah. Like, uh, but, and there was also a time where they looked like microwave ovens because, you know, let's, you know, to be honest, like that was a big part of American culture well, was the microwave take a oven. Picture of your easy bake oven and put it up in the group because I need to see what I did. I, the I modern I easy bake that. oven looks like. Well, the modern easy bake oven is designed and looks like. Well, it doesn't look like because it doesn't look like anything because it's the modern got, easy like, bake oven color. is an air fryer. Sorry. No, well, it should be. That would actually. That's a good point because that should be. It should go from like classic oven to microwave oven to the the easy bake oven should now be an air fryer shape you know but they didn't the easy bake oven in 2023 2024 is designed to be the shape and function of a fast food tractor oven that you would find at einstein's bagels or subway or quiznos to toast your sandwich Oh, like a little flat thing that pushes in? little conveyor belt or whatever. Yeah, it's got a tractor belt on it, and you push it in one end because you're serving other customers. You're working. You like Imagine yourself, little girls. Little girls, imagine yourself working in a retail environment, serving, making sandwiches for people at the airport and uh, having to be on a time. I'm not kidding. (gasps) And I don't know if I don't. And I'm upset. I'm upset about it because it's like. That's the message. What Manny said, air fryer, like, so classic oven, metal 70s kitchen oven, 60s, 70s kitchen oven, microwave oven of the 80s, 90s, whatever, air fryer oven of the 2010s, 20s, but they didn't. They went to retail employee, tractor fed on a timer toast your bagel before I put a slab of cream cheese on it for you and ring you up at the register. That was wow. the design. We just blew the lid off on another pipeline, everybody. That's so gross. I don't like that. I really don't like it's because they don't want little girls to like be like a baker, like a batch of cookies. Like that's I don't get a so, man. Like I would like to <laughs> like my part of my commentary is I don't actually know why. I'm just saying what is. That's why. I'm just saying That's what sad. is. What that makes is. Me sad. What is is that they didn't continue making the easy bake oven, the microwave oven, or the oven that most 
Baked. Used to yeah. bake things. They they chose a tractor, like a retail. It also taught your children that like there was like some sub, consequence to being submarine sandwich too. Right? Like oh, hot yeah, that were, was a very important lesson. With hot, like that was a very important lesson. For my generation, that was a very important lesson. The easy bake oven would burn you. It's hot. <laughs> it was hot metal. There's there's a mom on one of the socials that like she lets her act she has like a little kitchen and her kid actually cooks with fire and like has little pots and pans. And he's like a toddler. And like you should learn that stuff in the kitchen is hot. Like that's such an important lesson. Is that what one would call a radical parent? I don't know. I mean, I think everybody parents different. Nowadays, it's like you need to like it's like don't worry about getting burned. That's what Mattel's trying to teach your kid. Maybe nowadays the lesson from the Easy Bake Oven is don't worry about getting burned. Worry about toxic odors giving you cancer. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> like, worry about toxic odors coming from everyday products you buy that will kill your family. Yeah, while well, you're at your job at Subway. <laughs> but it is. It is sandwiches. It, I hadn't really, I didn't, I didn't really put two and two together until like a couple days ago where I realized like, yeah, that is the, that's the tractor feed retail sandwich toasting device that they designed this thing out of. No one, no one in their home, no person in their home baking has this designed oven. Even if you have like a broiler, it wouldn't be this way. It would be like something that you put in and yeah, pull out. It's like out. you put it like just so, so, yeah, it's like you put it in one way and it's supposed to like You're just right. kind of go under the elements and like it's on a timer. So the tractor's like keeping it's a bagel. that, it's keeping the bagel under the heating element that it's going at, at, at exactly 675 degrees for 45 seconds exactly to, 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 to produce the same product every time and that's the so did your red velvet set up did it like turn into a cake was it edible no i don't i had no idea i just you know okay. I really did a bad job reading the directions because i can still remember the way a lot like, of things i my didn't little things cakes properly tasted. and there was like real yeah my sister came out of yeah my I, oven. I didn't have one but my sister had one and it was the real deal it was like a it was something to be feared like I, she when she said like don't mess with it. I was like five years or junior. I was like, okay, yeah, like, I don't want to yeah. get burned. I don't want to get burned or electrocuted. Like that was, those are real right? things. <laughs> Electrocution. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. That's like, there weren't safe. There was no safety, like anything. Like, so there was much just, electrocution like, fears for generation X, like so much electrocution. I could, I still struggle with like leaving a plugged in curling iron on the counter. Like I could never brush my teeth next to something plugged in like ever. Oh yeah, I remember like you like you go upstairs in the attic and there'd just be like loose wires hanging down because it's like you know like you know like electrical tape costs something. Why why in the attic anyway? What you you shouldn't even be up here. That's your safe. Your problem is you even came up here. Like I didn't feel the need to to secure these live wires because you're not even supposed to be up here. Damn it. It's so true. It was very much a, like a right. there is different time. You are not safe. <laughs> yeah, I saw that today. Like because uh, like the Generation X, like the eighties, like they were always showing documentaries on nuclear war. Also, so if like yeah, 
if you're like nowadays you have to protect your kids from pedophiles on on tv and all that stuff and weird messages but like back then your parents were like doing shoulder rolls out of the bedroom to turn the tv off because there was like a nuclear bomb going off and melting people like they were they were literally show like like there no, were, I saw I faces sh- of death at a very young age. There were no shoulder rolls in my house. Well, that, like, <laughs> well yeah, I saw that too. Like, I was, a, I was actually on a trip without friend, without parental, uh, yeah, without parental <laughs> supervision. The first time I saw face of death, but like, but even on like Nightline and like major network outlets, they were showing pictures of crash test dummies and houses being like incinerated yeah. by nuclear bombs, and yeah, I'm like. I'm like 10 years old. It's 1982. And I'm like, Oh, we did watch the space shuttle blow up too. Like we've seen a lot of disaster. I've thought about it. I don't know. I haven't really sussed it out yet, but I thought about like how, when I saw that, like imagining myself living to 50 was just not, Oh, not a thing to do. Cause there was like nightline night, Ted Koppel nightline. Every night, Sam Donaldson, all these guys, they were like just showing these videos, like government videos of the test sites. Yeah. They're like, and it was kind of, and I, it was kind of like a, don't worry, but here you go. Like, watch this. Don't worry, but here, watch this. I used to tell my mother that I wanted them to play the Sesame Street song at my funeral because I knew I was going to die young. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I would tell her that. She's like, you're such a creep. Yeah, and I don't want to overgeneralize, but I just like that was. No, I it wonder, was scary. Maybe I was always going to be like that, but like because I'm kind of I'm kind of like that. That's the kind of person I'm a little bit more in the moment than long term thinking kind of person. But mm. like, I wonder if that was affected by the fact that I was like under your desk hiding at school. Well, no, I wasn't alone without your parents. I wasn't in the generation where you had to do the, like the bomb alert, hide under your desk. I was in the generation where they were just showing you there was no point in getting under your desk. You were going to get melted. Oh. <laughs> like, okay. Well, I was under for the real, desk. Like, like that, that was the message in the eighties was, or at least in Baltimore. Yeah. California, you know, we were under the desk. Uh, uh, it was like. The message in the 80s about World War III and nuclear war was that if you're not in the middle of nowhere, like if you're in a major city center, like it, you don't, it doesn't matter what you're under, you're done. You're like melted. <laughs> I'm not even sure if it's true. Probably is true because there's so many, so many nukes and missiles and so much overkill and redundancy and making sure that everybody's wiped out. Like, have you seen Probably the Joe true. Rogan, that dude that was on Joe Rogan that talks about those videos that we saw, like the atomic bomb and like, what about the camera? Like, the yeah, hits. some people think they were fake. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, some people. <laughs> who put that camera there? Why did that survive? Uh, there was a thing, such a thing as um, zoom lenses. <laughs> Who said the also, camera? I think that, I think that there's, if you, yeah, you know what? You know, to be fair, those videos were probably reenactments of some kind. This explosion like, has like been dramatized. For, the but I wouldn't, because I, well, it's almost like, it's like this. It's, I'm not sure if I'm helping my point or not, but it's like when all the UFO footage comes out, 
from like 2022 of an F-35 that cost $80 million to build or $80 billion to build, but the footage is real grainy. Right. You know, it's like, because if you're going to take like live footage at, in a dog fight, like, you know, we're not going to commit a lot of, uh, like we're, it may not be in 4k. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not sure if I helped or. Did you guys hear the moon back to the moon today? I did. So exciting. Back to the moon. Was this like an Indian or Japanese back to the moon? Nope. No, 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 no. Illustrated us. back to the it's moon. Or was it like a real. <laughs> it's us. It was us. It's funny how like they no happen circumstance, you know, like no notice, like nobody, no, they didn't wheel in cameras for the kids to watch us going back to the moon. Nothing. Well, just, because they know the kids don't care. Just think, announced it on Fox News. Oh, we went back to the moon. Look at us. I think they did, but no one cares. Like no one just, mm. there's just so, unless you're like diehard into like Starlink or uh, uh, SpaceX. Oh, right. Unless you're like a real like NASA SpaceX binocular wearing around your neck junkie, <laughs> you know, like take off. Like no one really cares about. Like I've seen, I've seen. Um, uh, oh crap! Toronto Blank, the Bruce Willis movie, Armageddon. I've seen Armageddon. <laughs> you know what I mean, like I'm more of a. a show. Uh, I'm sorry. You're you're really not going to impress me <laughs> with like landing a small craft on the moon like i've seen yeah. armageddon like they they landed on an asteroid and drilled into it yeah calm down yeah 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 exactly yeah don't put it on the news unless it's a real deal so i mean it, it is kind of a hard but like I, I i appreciate your point though i think you might be right but it's like it's really hard to tell like if those things are being suppressed or if like people just don't care anymore, like it's really hard to impress humans nowadays. I feel like if they had given it a little bit of hype, it, people probably would have cared. It, it, Elon it Musk be a big posted deal. about We're it. going back to the moon. Uh, Elon Musk posts like dirty memes, and they get like tons of hype. He posted like he gets a ton of attention. He posted about the fact that this what was it Odyssey or Odysseus or I don't know. It's not real creative. It's like a Honda. It's like a Honda minivan. They named a space. They named, they named our second uh, landing on the moon after a Honda minivan. Yeah, it's been out for twenty five years. Yeah, but it's it is, it is it is high quality. Model. It is is. I mean, they command top dollar. Really high resale value. Yeah. So maybe maybe <laughs> that's maybe they're smart. But like they named it. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. People, it's like. Is it being pushed down or is it being, or people just don't care? Cause Elon Musk did very, yeah, did, you were uh, right. It is Odysseus, by the way. Sorry. Odysseus. Okay. So it's more like the, what is it? The uh, ancient literature. Yeah. Something, something. I'll be right back. You guys. Sure. We'll, we'll bet sure. on about the moon. Actually, the, the, the chat's been quite lit. By, I uh, see that. Yeah, I CW keeping it lively in there. Thank you, everybody at home. Is he or... the CWWWB? The CWWWB. I think it might be him. He's just keeping a low profile. But you know, we appreciate him for tuning in and keep you know keeping us uh 
keeping us lively in here in the chat. Also, um, to take it back to what was it, the Easy Bake Oven, because I know he wanted to touch back on it, the fact that they had, used to have a 100-watt light bulb. I don't know. Apparently, yeah. that played a factor into why it would get so hot. So, Oh, um, yeah. Yep. But those brownies were fire. <laughs> yep. Man, I love an Easy Bake Oven. And I, I mean, I feel like the the love for baking and my love for, I love, I loved that. That was it. I mean, I guess it was just different. It was a different time. Like being a mom or being somebody that cooked for a man would be thought of as different than it is today. <laughs> so just weird that today it would be a, seen in as attack. It's on an you. actual conveyor belt. Like that's so weird. Ugh. That's they want to take the ex, they want to extract the love out of food and make it about as a convenient process yeah. as possible. Yeah, you're right. Like baking is like a big deal. Like I don't know. I and I say for little girls because, you know, when I think about like my granddaughters and my friends' little girls and my little girl, like baking is something that like I've done with all of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like baking's a big deal. And it is, I mean, yeah, that's sad. That's sad to me that it's turned into, well, and also that it might be killing families with carbon monoxide poisoning, <laughs> but like that they're not even trying to like make it like an oven. Like that's what your oven looks like. It's, these, you know, it, like. What it all comes down to is that these companies don't give a fuck about us consumers. So. Right. They should or, stop supporting them. But I don't know, like, it seems like that would be even more like a, like, if Mattel is making it, you know, they might have a bigger agenda. And it might be like, why do we want a little girl putting some brownies in an oven when we could have a little girl baking a cake and a conveyor belt at a factory? Like, it's different, it's different mindsets. Moving I back really appreciate you're on the Z's Bake Oven topic still. Well, no, I just want to go back around to it but because you decided to join us again and you know talking about survival and all that shit we want to know about your oh your mindset there you go we want to know how your trip went out to uh, the great outdoors oh yeah 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 uh so yeah I took my girls or, or took my girl ah. one of one of my girls and one of my and my boy can you explain why you split the girls yeah would like, it have been there, too chaotic do you have a if favorites? you both? i have twin girls and they are polar opposites. Okay. One was totally down with being out there and adventuring and exploring and kind of being a little bit scared maybe, but being okay. And one was like, nah. Now, <laughs> let me ask you this. I, I one like of them dad. also likes you like a lot. And the other one is like kind of iffy on uh, you. Yeah. The one that went camping with me was very concerned about when I got attacked by all the bees. <laughs> and okay, the one good. that didn't was like, eh, you know. Let him get eaten you by the bear. probably should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for going outside. Old man. Yeah, they yeah. So yeah, they're very different. It's it's really it's awesome. I love it. I love the differences, you know. Like I was actually yeah, worried cute. that they'd be the same, like, you know, it's weird. Right impossible i love the differences so yeah one my boy and my one of my girls came out with me and yeah it was it got cold I, that's the that's the theme it got, you should have had you should have brought your now, oven with you 
It got yeah. Well, no, because it doesn't warm up shit. <laughs> it does a huge logical draw and doesn't even like it. Like barely warms up. Damn it! Moist might enjoy the ER. <laughs> it does not. It does not set up a cake. Never mind then. Scrap that idea. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it got cold. And just you know, for the record, I barely slept. I mean, I may. I don't know if I even slept the two nights we were out there because I was just you know, was vigilant. And we had a, a propane heater going. Mm-hmm. And then we're out there. We're out there. Like it was a primitive site. So we're not really, there's not a lot of people around for a long ways. So I just barely slept and I wanted to, but it was okay. I felt good still. But I, so I barely slept. So like my kids were never in danger, but they did wake up at one point. It was like 28 degrees outside. And oh, no. they were like, they were like, this is, this is too cold, dad. <laughs> this this isn't that right? I can't. I can't get warm. Like, yeah. It's like, let me tell you a story. Like, that's because it's real cold. That's it's real, really cold out. Like, Ugh. like, let me explain where heat comes from. Yeah. But like, did you like a cuddle? Like a cuddle puddle? Oh, and at the end, yeah, we were all. I was snuggled. Yeah. I was it. I took turns in both our sleeping bags. Oh, that's so sweet. So I had these little one-pound propane canisters that go about one or two hours when it's cold out mm-hmm. they lie right. in this portable heater and it's indoor safe there's they're very popular mr buddy could you use those little hand things like to I keep... gonna do it okay <laughs> no i know but i mean you could you would need like in the sleeping bag you would need a lot of them yeah they sell them at costco yeah you, you know you would need like yeah you would need to break open like the whole bag of it, the whole costco box so but again, camping is all about like efficiency and it's like you know yeah you could bring you could also bring a bonfire out, but it's real heavy. Or you could bring a bunch of hand warmers out, but they're also like crazy expensive. Or hear right. me out, you just burn one giant tree. There you go. Yeah, there you go. You start a forest fire. <laughs> Your fire's going all night though, right? Or no? No, no, it's not it's just that's not possible. Like that you cannot like it takes an incredible amount of fuel wood to keep a fire like a proper campfire going all night you're lucky if at the end of the, like the next morning there's still some embers coals whatever and you can and it makes it easier to start a fire up but it's it takes well there's so it's like it's just some old school like bushcraft kids warm i told you i had a propane i had a propane heater okay, like a okay. portable like it, it's called mr heater is the is the manufacturer it's called a portable buddy okay so you have these one pound tanks a propane gas they cost like five bucks each maybe at walmart you put those in okay. but they only they only last a little while so my plan was like i'm going to put a couple of those in because again it's like efficiency like test test yeah. yourself test like how long can you go with mineral resources and yeah but they run out real quick and then it just got real cold and i kept and i put another one on and like after an hour and a half it's like gone again so finally i hooked up uh I had brought a 20 pound propane tank like that you would use for your grill and right. uh, brought one of those out. And I had a hose where you can actually hook this thing up outside the tent or to a propane tank outside the tent and then have just steady heat going. Okay. And it's not in a small tent or in a, you know, kind of a, it'll keep like half a tent, half a big tent, pretty not warm, but like you'll be all right. The chill off, right, right, right. So, but like, yeah, they were never in danger, but they woke up like, "What's happening?" Like, oh my god, I can't warm myself. 
So I had to like, yeah, I had to go to the, the big propane tank and get it. But then I never, I didn't sleep a lot because I was worried about as much as they say it's indoor safe. Yes, of course. I was like yeah. worried about. Am I well, feeling sleepy? <laughs> you know, like, but I, yeah, I was worried about like people doing it and saying it's fine, but it's like, well, they don't have the tent I have. You need a canary. So I just stayed up. Canary. I was just you like, need a dog. Yeah, just... <laughs> but it was fine. Like I, I, um, like if you don't need to go to the office, drive to the office in traffic for an hour and like deal with bullshit all day for eight hours and then like have to drive home in traffic for an hour. It's like, you can actually function, you know, like you're out there in the wilderness, just looking at beautiful things and enjoying yourself and relaxing. Like you can function on less sleep. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, at least for a couple of days. I mean, you won't until the well. delusion sets in. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you start, until so you start talking to squirrels and you know having like deep That's conversations. With them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's good. Uh, it was really great. Weather was great. Pants was great. I did I know your son likes camping? Did your daughter like? Is she like? I want to go again. Yeah, she or? would definitely go again. Okay, good. That's yeah, cute. Good. Do you think she'll talk her sister into doing it too? Mm-mm. Yeah, some girls just aren't into it. I don't, I don't think, think she, she wants it. to. Yeah. Right. So it's like a calculation. Oh. Like, should I, uh, you know, split up Daddy's yes. attention or <laughs> separate it? Yeah, good for There's her. There's a little bit of that kind of stuff going on. Yeah, that kind of I like dynamic. That. Okay. Yeah, that was great. I recommend That's it. Fun. Fun, fun. I packed fun. too much stuff, but I wanted I wanted them to have a great time and Yeah. We tested some other equipment and whatnot. Fun. Good. Recommend it. Teaching little little survivalists. I always say like I just I only go outside like to walk my dog and stuff, but when it's really cold, like I always think like Man, we are fragile as fuck because it, when it's 30 and you're out walking your dog and you have all yeah. the layers on and you're still cold, like, could you imagine if it was negative 11 and like, you didn't have a blanket? Like, Yeah, I, I really, I will admit that in 2024, this makes me a weirdo, but I do think about that a lot. I think about it every time I go outside and it's cold. More like, thinking, hot, yeah, I think about when I think about it's just like, you know, like, um, like not that long ago in human history, like when this, when the weather got like this, you either need to emigrate your ass somewhere warmer. Like, yeah, you need to get yourself south or you needed to be able to start a fire with a flint rock or like just, or yeah, you needed to be able to just do some real basic stuff. Yeah. That's that is really basic. It's really easy, but there are a shocking number of people today that have no idea. Like just no skills. Would literally try to cut down a live tree and and like light a big lighter to it. That's why I have a hundred you know I mean? lighters sitting right next to me. I'm gonna be valuable one day. You know, be when like, everyone needs a lighter, I got you. Yeah, you just cut down a tree, right? And just set it on fire, right? Sure. It's like, nope. But you know, again, my generation, like Older generations grew up like knowing what kindling was, like right, like just knowing like other like multiple ways to make a spark, right? Hair, using hair, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it felt like my cousins when I was little. It felt like we were always trying to start a fire. 
like, <laughs> you know, like, like the natural way. No, no, no. Like, like, like rubbing sticks and like, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Like I love them with a cat. I mean, that thing or whatever. Like, it's we a big part of Castaway. The movie <laughs> Castaway. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, other than the. I'll- other than being alone on an island part, you know, like I really enjoyed the part where he uh, was starting fire, like primitive starting fire. Yeah. And, and this was still in the seventies. Yeah. Like, I mean, you talk about your eighties childhood, like this was like in the seventies still, like we were literally out rubbing and trying to get stuff to make fire. Yeah. I don't know why that was important to us, but it was. Yeah. My dad was real into that stuff. Like he was, we lived in the suburbs. He was fine. Like, but he was real. He was, well, he was a, you know, he was a North, he was a refugee from North Korea to South Korea. Like when the comment, you know, so he still had like these real like prepper disaster right. tendencies. So he had a basement, like he had shelves in the basement full of like canned goods. So smart. And so smart. um, he was fine, but like, yeah, he was very, very much about like, make this yourself, learn like just, yeah. Learn how at least. I mean, yeah. I learned how to start a fire back then. Good. And it's so big. Good, good, good. It is so base. It is so easy. And there are a lot of people that have no idea. Easier than an easy bake oven. Is that the real question? <laughs> it is because an easy bake oven, I mean, for this man, it was <laughs> it was tricky. Yeah. And they're yeah, they're junk. Well, they make the recipe hard, you know, they make it a little bit complex, the red velvet. You don't just make a two-tier red velvet cake. Well, the truth is, all they care about is the number of units sold. And what is happening, I think, is that it's the the name, right? So you have a lot of of older relatives, uncles, grandparents. They know what it meant to them who are looking for a birthday or Christmas gift for young girls, whatever, five, six years old. And they're like, well, I want an easy bake oven. So they just ordered off Amazon. They don't, they don't really like zoom in on the picture to be like, what the hell is this thing? Like, what is this shape? Like there's no door. There's no door. They don't even zoom in to see there's, there's no not door. even a fucking door. It's like they want yeah. their kids working at friggin' Einstein. It's like they want their grandkids working at Einstein's bagels. They're out of the okay. circle we, of trust. Whoever bought our this bagel place is called Noah's. What is this Einstein? We have Noah's. Oh, it's just a chain on these. We coast. have both. Oh, okay. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, it's just that's just my that's like my first memory of the toaster yeah. oven that had the that the that the retail belt. worker. Yeah. It was probably, there was probably something similar at Sbarro's you know, <laughs> okay. to like heat up a piece of a four hour old piece of French bread Strong pizza. Bully. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I haven't thought of Sbarro's in a million years, but yes, you're right. Yeah. Sbarro's like invented this thing. Yeah. This tractor feed, fast food warmer upper thing. Hey, I have a question for you, both of you, since you're uh, both Gen X. Have we been talking about the Easy Bake Oven the whole time? I Almost, lost some time. Yeah. Seems like, which is oh, why yeah. I'm going to ask you to this question since you two are the next. <laughs> it was why, my favorite. Why are you running into more and more woodpeckers? <laughs> I call it woodpeckers. Someone else was like a lot of pecker talk, like pecker, 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 everywhere, pecker, peckers everywhere. And Listen, someone was I like, every, when I was growing up, up, there were peckers everywhere. Everywhere we looked, there was a pecker. 
No. I, I was it, saying woodpeckers. I was talking about woodpeckers too. And I oh. woke up to like 19 woodpeckers in my tree. <laughs> yeah. When we were camping, we saw, I saw a woodpecker. And I shared the video to you all. And I said, like, this is amazing to me because I, when I grew up, there were like, I thought woodpeckers are fake because I yeah. watched this cartoon yeah. called Woody the Woodpecker. Yeah. No, Woody, oh, sorry. It was Woody that? Woodpecker. It was the, yeah. Woody, Woody, the Woody, Woody Woodpecker show. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't uh, even uh, Woody uh, the Woodpecker. Uh, it was Woody uh, Woodpecker. Yeah. Yeah. Which is even a little bit further than like, are woodpeckers real? Christopher, can I tell you that this, I feel like I live in a tree house because it's all windows behind me and there's this big tree and I love it. It drops all kinds of leaves. And I'm even, I'm even grateful for the leaves because then in the spring, like the blooms are so pretty, but it draws woodpeckers. And when I tell you, when I moved into this house, the excitement for those fucking woodpeckers, I was like, I went to my phone. I knew it was a woodpecker when I first saw it. It had the red chest. Like I freaking knew exactly what it was. I went to my phone to make sure North American woodpecker, absolutely woodpecker. And then there was like four of them in the tree. And this year, like there's so many in that tree. But when I tell you that no one gave a fuck. So when you sent that one lowly woodpecker, I was like, yes. <laughs> Someone. Fuck yes. Like I'm some so pecker talk. Excited. I'm so excited about these woodpeckers. Every year I'm like, they're right here in my tree. And Bill's like, I don't give a fuck. Like you have a bird in your house, bitch. Like, shut up. What more do I have to do? And I'm just like, what? Like mind blown every year. And I didn't realize it was because of the show that it's like, so you never see them, but Hmm. you know, I was like, no, I I was like five years old. I'm looking at them. I was like, there's no, there is no way a bird does this. Yeah. There's no way a bird is out there sitting on a branch, just like passing out on a tree, like a machine gun riveting this like tree. Like there, no stop. But apparently there there really is. Yeah. And I saw I yeah. saw one. I took a video of it. Yeah. You're out here, man. Sorry. I didn't mean to be a one upper, but no, I didn't no, want to okay. get like super excited about yours. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like me too. Yep, sure. And then I was like, motherfucker. I'm not really one up sensitive. That's something about me that everybody's... Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> good. I had that on my tin- Tinder profile when I was available. I was like, <laughs> I'm not really a one upper pro uh sensitive kind of guy. Like you know, if you have a better story, I'm like, I support you. Support it. Yeah. Well, look what that got you. Well, look. <laughs> right. Right someone, back home. <laughs> speaking of someone that's a radical Mexican who's always had trouble with sleep, why is it that white people sleep better than me? Can someone please enlighten me? Uh, smoke detector chirping. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it is? I don't know. I didn't read the whole article. I just saw the part where they mentioned that it could be smoke detectors chirping. Because Somalis, because there's some some Somalis who are black, by the way, for the uneducated listeners uh, who live in Minnesota in apartment complexes. And apparently they they feel like the landlord, landlord. it's their job to change that nine volt battery. Yeah. Not the not the residents, not the occupants, I should say. Correct. But I will say, like, I would like to take this on a case by case basis because I'm a very fair person. Because, oh, wow. like, 
I've had apartments where the smoke detector is really high up and it's like, what am I supposed to do? I mean, I live in an apartment. Am I supposed to have a 30 foot ladder? Like, am I supposed to have like one of these, uh, uh, I'm not a contractor. So am I, I mean, I do have one of those ladders, but it's like, am I supposed to have one? Like, what if I didn't, what if I didn't feel like I was supposed to have a ladder like that? I have a solution to this problem. The uh, we'll call it the community ladder. Whenever the smoke detector ladder, whenever whenever someone's detector takes a crap, be like, "All right, where's the ladder? At? Yep. Go get it. Let's go." All right, yeah, well, let's be honest. Smart. These are these these Somalis are living in like nine foot tall apartments, and then they just don't want to like put a not ninety nine cent Radio Shack nine volt battery in that thing. Mine I- went off the other day, and Bill was out of town, and it didn't like chirp like a like a. Like when the battery's going dead, it goes like it's like a beep. It gave more like of an alert, like there was a fire. And I happened to be baking. Lost my earbud. I happened to be baking at the time. And so I was like, oh no. So I turned my oven off. I thought like maybe it was like carbon monoxide poisoning. I wasn't sure what was going off. So I turned the oven off. I opened up all the windows. And it would it didn't stop so much that I called my neighbor and I was like, her husband's a firefighter, so I think she knows everything. And she's like, she's probably like 29. Like, she's a young woman. <laughs> I was like, please come over. I need your help. And the the whole unit had gone bad. And so it was just like screaming, like screaming so loud. But the whole, like, you have to replace the actual thing every 14 years, 10 to 14 years. I threw my smoke detector out of the house the other day because it would annoy me. I was making bacon. It set it off. I turned it off. A few minutes later, set it off again because of the bacon. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm throwing it out of the house until I'm done with this. But the house is hardwired. This house is hardwired (sighs) for it. So you can't like. Yeah, we got those things that like you can't. Yeah, it just it just it's a. You need to get yourself one of them. It could be a psyop. It could literally be a psyop where they're just like, let's every three to six months we're going to terrorize these suburbanites and just make their lives a living hell because they're going to change the battery because this is what happened i'm i'm speaking from personal experience where you'll change a battery go through all the motions and then you'll go downstairs you'll put the ladder away you know you'll be like you'll be feeling pretty good about yourself you crack a beer you know you accomplish something that day and then it starts chirping again yeah because you didn't yeah. do the reset properly because it's not yeah. totally battery operated. You got to turn off the power to take it off and then yeah. you got to put it the battery in and then reset it and that's this like I broke out. it by taking it off. Like yeah. I was like I got this. I can fucking change a battery. I'm and I am a person of color, so maybe you know, maybe I am affected. I don't know. We've entered a <laughs> weird we've entered a weird world where smoke detectors are both powered by a battery but then also the hardwired the with electricity. And it's like, why, why, Yeah. why did you need to make it so complicated? Yeah. Make it all or the other, because that is like the, when the, when I hear a chirp, I get so, I get like, it's probably like Adam Crowley yeah. when he's talking about heat, like getting hot. Like yeah. when I hear a chirp, I get angry because I know that the getting the it's ladder all- part is easy the changing yeah. the battery is easy the figuring out how to make it stop chirping part is like yeah is the hardest part yeah you have to turn the power off before you change the battery and by the time i figure it Google out tells you that yeah 
I'm in a blind rage. Yeah. Therefore, the next time it happens, I don't remember anything. Yeah. What I learned the last time because it's I was your in a brain blind protecting you from the trauma of the blind rage. A, yeah, because I was traumatized by these smoke detectors that are yeah, battery operated and plugged into your house. Like, yeah. Why? And then the and then and and then like someone comes along and be, being like, uh, you should replace all these. And here's a here's a quote for. Fifteen hundred dollars to to replace all your smoke detectors. That what? No, we did our. We replaced it. it don't do that. Don't buy that. Yeah. That's a great business, though. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'll, I'll just cut the wires. Yeah, I'll cut all. I'll, the I'll wires, cut the right? wires and rely on my nose. Whatever. I'll just cut the wires and stay up all night. I don't care. You're not going to get this one over. You're not going to win. <laughs> so I'm talking about becoming ungovernable. Like you know, <laughs> I I will. I will stay up all night. Become delusional with canaries on your finger. I will lose touch. I will wait for one of those motherfuckers to drop. I will lose touch with reality, so you do not get your way. I love it. My whole generation. Just wait. Just wait till we start retiring and have nothing to lose, or feel at least feel like we have nothing to lose. Let's just wait. Yeah. Oh, I know. Hey, so. I want to know about this. Uh, this Man, fight. it's eight thirty before you get started on the one. But you want to know? <laughs> I'm ready to go along because we we put we we had we had a lot of things talk. Like there's a cat. Like your cat's gonna keep you up all night. Like we got we got we, we put a list out. Sweatshirt. <laughs> what's what's next, Manny? All right, last one before we wrap this up. I want to know oh, about man. this fight at the detention center with the uh, police officers and the uh, the migrants. The dude that got hauled off at like a, like he was a a, a pig that was about to get roasted. It was a luau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had, they had a was... Hawaiian style arrest at the New York City Detention Center. Yeah, dude, I watched the video. I think I was on my break or I was at home or some shit, and I was just let me let me check this out, see what's going on, what these uh, police officers have to deal with. And I don't I just, care what kind of training you have. Like it's. A, I was it's... there, just like. Those are berserker moments, man, with for humans. Those are so yeah, so there's this Randall Randall's detention center. I don't know. There's some there's you know, there's like you know, like you know, everybody said Alex Jones was crazy when he was talking about mic like they're gonna set up migrant camps in major cities across the United States. Yeah. It's like they're literally so setting nuts. up migrant camps across <laughs> the United States and major cities now. Uh, poor Alex Jones. Are, Can you imagine there his are wife? There are bids <laughs> out across the country in major cities saying, please bid on this government project to build a migrant camp in this major city. Uh, hey, what was I? Uh, so, um, what was the question again? Yeah, it was from Randall's Island. The oh, so yeah. So, so they've setting up these migrant camps and there's just hundreds if not thousands of people that have kind of nothing to lose or in desperate situations feel like have literally no representation right as an american i I hope americans understand like can relate to being in a situation where you have no representation whatsoever and people are just doing to you what whatever they want because you have no representation so it's like they're in these camps and then like 
there's a crime that crimes happen in these camps. So of course, like the police department, the local police department's like, well, I, uh, uh, this, this migrant camps in our jurisdiction, I guess we're supposed to go and like arrest the person for this crime that's been committed. Even though they're all illegals, we're supposed to go there. And then they go there to this giant warehouse that's full of migrants that are just, let's just say not, not happy, mm, you know, like right. not living, like not experiencing their ideal life no. at this moment in time. Like they're in cots and just living in bad conditions, right or wrong for whatever reason, right or wrong. But like, and the cops find themselves trying to arrest someone, but they're outnumbered a thousand to one <laughs> in this giant steel cage match. That's what anything it about like. <laughs> like where there's where the exits are uh, in the corners and far from you, and you're in the middle of this giant warehouse. Full I'm of... honestly surprised that they didn't get overrun. Me too. I think it's just a matter of time. But I, I, I literally like post these thoughts. Like it is just a matter of time before you see a small New York City, like a a, a small group of New York cops going into one of these places with live feeds of their cameras to where they just get snuffed out. Like you're putting like, uh, I mean, I don't really feel sorry for police often, but like they're putting these officers and this, the, the video was crazy. Cause there's a female officer. They got that just standing there like, Oh yeah. You know, and then and then like a duffel bag flies out of nowhere, just like hits her in the, the hits her upside the head. And she's bewildered and all the other cops are just like, "Oh shit, like what the hell's going on? Like we're outnumbered and like we better get the fuck out of here soon." And then like so to your original question, like kind of like your point about the suspect or perpetrator being hogtied. Like it's like they were they were probably trained to detain the person in a more humane manner, but like they're also being, they've got duffel bags being thrown at their heads and they're outnumbered a thousand to one. And they're just like, Oh no, a hog tie is that. I mean, if the police have to, that's like, well, yeah, part of it, right. Well, part of your human, like your human survival instinct is like, uh, whatever gets me out of here <laughs> like whatever like gets right whatever like accomplishes my i guess my employment goal and gets me out of here alive the fastest i don't care i don't really care yeah. if this guy his, his knee hurts like i'm just i'm just i'm like in a i'm in a survival mode so and I, again like you can also so i say just it's a matter of time before something horrible happens like all the people in that detention center just snuff all the cops out or the flip side of that is like the cops on camera live panic, pull out their guns and just start mowing people down. That's happening more and more. And they, they'll probably go to jail, but they probably shouldn't. Cause it's like, what are you, what are people supposed to do in these situations you're putting them in? I'm going to get you guys a video of what an are the migrants supposed hitting to do? a car. Yeah. What are the, what are the migrants supposed to do either? Like, what are they? Yeah. What are they supposed to do when they find themselves in a warehouse of 10,000 people that are like, what, what are we, what are we supposed to do now? Like, 
what do so like weird. we don't have any control we don't have any autonomy we have no control over even what happens to us tomorrow mm-hmm. i don't care what color you are how much money you have in the bank when you're in that situation where it's just like my autonomy has been stripped from me it's like you're you're gonna start going haywire and we're seeing that live before our eyes man yeah, it's wild, but like it made it looked like a it looked like a scene from Reno nine one one, and Nicey Nash, like the the police because the the police the female police officer that got hit with a double bag looked like uh, <laughs> her character from Reno nine one one, and it was like and it, also the same sense of bewilderment after like she just got hit in the head yeah. and she's like holding her hands up like this, like what is going like. Mm-hmm. Just trying to do her best, and here we are. Like it's, I'm laughing. You know, it's like, no, of- she should never be in that situation in the first place. This is messed up. Or if she is, she yeah. should be. Like, there should be like they should only be outnumbered a thousand to. There like, should be backup. Know, there should only be like outnumbered two hundred fifty to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you think about like, why do you look? Why do like? Why does the New York City Police Department need to like order tanks? <laughs> it's like, oh. That's why they defended their police department. So because on any given day where there's like some terrible political thing happening or the Knicks or the giants win the Super Bowl, <laughs> like there could be riot. There could be like, they need those tanks to like clear the streets. Yeah. <laughs> could be something terrible happening, or it could be something really good that happened. Like they're going to need tanks. Is, yeah. Can't pay me to live in that city. It's an interesting thing about America that it is so kind of controlled. Our culture is so controlled by major like coastal cities, New York City, more, more, I guess in different ways, New York City, Los Angeles are have different powers, but like it is, it is strange. Like to think that we haven't really um, like diversified opinion outside of these major like right north, northeastern cities population centers like mm. we're trying man but it's met with a lot of opposition yeah yeah i guess that's true there's always going to be friction there's always going to be you know I mean, the bickering, it feels like it's going to get more like intense, but I, I want to hold out hope for the future that, sh- you know, the title shift for the better. Yeah, as I was saying earlier, like, yeah, people at some point, people do just get they're just like, no, even Donald Trump, I don't like him. But like, at some point, I'm people mad. do have a limit to like, all right. I don't know. Those I don't, I don't like that. I don't, people, they might not. They're going to be like, yeah, yeah more, more, more. I guess that's how that's how those beatings take place where like a, a mob of kids beat up on one kid. Yeah. I mean, like, because there are some kids that are just like, whoa, this is wrong. Like, that's, I don't like that kid that's getting beat up on the ground. Like, he was very mean to me, but there's like 10 kids like jumping on his head that seems unfair yeah. <laughs> you know like, yeah. even yeah. if that kid is the bully and he was always cruel to you you're just still just like okay that's uh, a little bit of enough but yeah. at the same time like at the same time 
of, of there's 10 kids stopping on them. There's like another 30 kids, like being like, go, go, go. And that's like your, that's your Democrat voter. Like that's a lot of that, like the, just like the mad, like just crazy mob. Right. Who is so angry at that. Who is so angry at the bully. Yeah. Well, all you have to do is listen to Bill Maher and it's like that, that mentality is so articulated. If you listen to him, like it's, and it's mind blowing. Like I, I know you think he's whatever. And I, I just, I think I used to have such an, like, used to really respect him. Like, it's just so weird to hear how other people think about these things. Like they think it's for a better cause. Like it's, it doesn't matter. Like that's just, it's just crazy. It's also mm-hmm. crazy. This whole, this whole chapter is nuts. Yeah. But um, yeah. So, so yeah, it, it is. So there are a percentage of people that at some point they're just like, that's okay. That's enough. Like pull, let's start pulling, pulling the gang, yeah. pull the mob off this person. I know that person's yeah. an asshole, but it's like, yeah they don't deserve to be to have their heads stomped on. But then right. again, there are even more people in that crowd. that are just like, yeah, stomp on his head. Yeah. No, like, it's, I'm not, it's, I'm not going to stop. For the greater, on it's for the greater good. Yeah. They're like, I'm not going to stomp on his head. It's for the greater I'm going to cheer the stompers on. Yeah. Because what they're doing is necessary. Damn it. I yeah, hate that bully. For so the greater good. That's what that's the verbiage. It's for the greater good. Yeah. Because I hate that bully so much, but it's like they're all just all about no hate. No hate. I love how he went from mean tweets hate. to mean memes. It's it's so good. <laughs> it's gonna I mean, I, I've said it, it's gonna be the next eleven months are just gonna be um Yeah. Mm, A lot. Peak. Peak. Empire, like just peak, peak, endless ranters, uh, coverage discussion. along the way. Yeah, yeah. It, could, it could range anywhere from Donald Trump wins in a landslide, and half the country is just like doing, like, oh, oh, like, yeah, <laughs> suck it, <laughs> and half the country is like setting themselves on fire. So that could be that's one. What yeah, if what if they have an actual insurrection? If you, <laughs> yeah, the other one is like. It's like they just more of that. The other is like just complete. They're just like uh, uh, seizing his buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh and God. as he as he's trying to like sell Truth Social and take it public, they're just like, no, you can't. We found rules. We found other reasons why you can't. Like everyone else that takes companies public, you that yeah. you can't but do not you. yours. Not you. Yeah. And people are start getting real out of hand and i'm talking about whites and blacks both <laughs> like <laughs> poor people rich people people of yeah. all faiths of yeah. all faiths we got some thoughts getting buck wild getting crazy <laughs> like getting real ungovernable yeah no, don't say that no, on our Stop saying that. Like, don't say it on know, our podcast. You're gonna get us landed on some fucking list or something, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just I try to just tell like it is. Like, yeah, the uh, B Master doing his thing, buzzing around. The B Master. What did I say? Was it's I Friday. You're about to go start a fire. 
what's what else what else thanks for the support everybody and join the endless Rennes facebook group come join us for happy hour every friday almost every friday you really should yeah i wish more people outside of the norm would come figure out that we drink and have fun on fridays mm-hmm. again we're look, judgmental but we're the good kind of judgment we're the, good we're the fun kind. kind yeah we're the fun kind guys look how big Should this cat is compared to like <laughs> me it's overpowering you. My mom had like a 20 pound, 21 pound cat. It's keeping you pinned down. Yeah. That's a big ass cat. Yeah. She's a big girl. She's a baby still. It's a show mascot. My mom had this cat. It was all black and it had biceps, like, and like trucks. <laughs> it was like, it was like Yo, a car. It was, was like, juicy. I've I seen muscular cats. Yeah. It, <laughs> I don't know what it was black doing, cats but too. It, 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 um, it looked like the bulldog from the Tom and Jerry cartoons when it'd be like walking yeah. around would be like bomb, bomb, bomb. Like, <laughs> like you're a cat. What are you doing? It was that very cat. sweet. It was very sweet too, but it was like it was, it was sweet like, because it was ripped. It, it knew ripped. it could fuck you up. It'll lull <laughs> it you into a false sense of security and then claw your eyes out when you got close <laughs> to it. Nah, this guy was more like a Lou Ferrigno. Like, I don't think he could really fight. That's kind of dumb. Uh, Definitely okay. couldn't hear you coming. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like just, just, but just ripped, like naturally ripped. Like what? Naturally, yeah. that's, that's a good one. I'm starting. We're gonna that. Uh, yeah, announcing our new podcast, Cat Talk. And I'm in. And this round is Cat Talk, hosted by Kwana. <laughs> we this has been in the works for forever now. That one will yeah. air on Wednesdays. We'll uh, have a happy heard, hour before. Everybody, you've heard of the Puppy Bowl. But have you heard of the Endless Rainers uh, halftime cat bowl show? Where we just like shoot, we like point lasers on walls for cats. And yeah. We take bets. Yeah. yeah. Tell you what, that would be even better. They should do a, they should do a cat bowl because puppies, you, they can't control these puppies at all. You know, these, oh. but like cats, if you have a laser pointer, you can make them kick sure. field goals. You can make them score touchdowns. You can make them like, uh, uh, do sack quarterbacks for sure breaks some acls sure. you know for sure crush some knees concuss concuss other cats mm. you know yeah. with a laser point that's all you need some laser yeah, pointers some catnip it's all you need it's on it's on and you know what let's like best darn does the puppy bowl but she literally is like the cat lady anyways oh. it's a long story <laughs> Yeah, cats are much more violent than dogs. Yes, uh, destructive for sure. I will say my Amazon boxes. I'll cut off the like the flaps, and I'll just like leave a box. And this cat, she'll like she'll chew the whole box apart. Like just, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> yeah, and they got also cats are like on the spectrum too with that stuff. You know what I mean? Like they'll just be like, I'll just spend throw forty eight hours on this box. Yep. Yeah. Uh oh. Anyway. All right, All right y'all. you guys. Good Thanks night. For do what you Thanks want. Thanks for watching, everybody. Get it do on. what you want. All that. I will lose touch with reality so you do not get your way. Government totally sucks. Because the land of love and freedom is just a baby's breath away. And if we hold hands together, we can bring back.
What is up? This is producer Mole Man with your plugs. If you want to find us on Facebook, look up Endless Randers Podcast and you'll see us. Join up, have fun, mingle with all the listeners, throw in some shade at us if you want. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, it is Endless Randers. Instagram is Endless Randers Podcast. If you want to reach out to us individually, you could find Chris on Twitter at GratefulRed1. And one is a number, not the actual word spelled out. So GratefulRed and then the number one. Robbie Spotlight, you can find him across all socials under the Robbie Spotlight name. You could find me under How We Figure, Twitter, Instagram, and the podcast. And thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Get it on.